Blog Talk Radio. Your attention, please, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming. I am who It's Tuesday night, and it's 7.30 p.m., everyone. It's time for your national family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thorne. The acclaimed news talk program has earned a reputation as a high-quality example of digital journalism. We deliver the conversations you want to hear about the news defining our time. You can expect expert and celebrity guests weekly. This popular show is the recipient of the Bold Award in Journalism and has the We Day Excellency in Journalism Award. Let's bring in our on-air host, the one and only Shana Thornton. Well, good Tuesday evening to you, and welcome to the national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Of course, I am Shana, and I am delighted and very honored that you have opted to join us live this Tuesday night. It is May 17th, 2016. You know, Let's Talk America Radio offers news talk for everyone. We aim to inform in a professional, journalistic, and objective way. We want you to have universal news talk. That's very important, and hopefully it is conversations that's relevant and timely to every single member of your household. We proudly continue to present news, talk, and music that you want to hear. You know, uh, we also are very excited to be expanding, and as many of you already know, we are now featured on WAEC 860 AM News Talk Radio in Atlanta, Georgia, and we are very, very honored to have this opportunity. Uh, We will air this upcoming Saturday night at 8 p.m. Now, this is a new broadcast, okay? So, uh, don't necessarily think, hey, I heard the show uh, this past Tuesday night. No, these are brand new broadcasts, new shows, okay, that will be airing on the radio station. Again, WAEC 860 AM News Talk in Atlanta, Georgia, this upcoming Saturday May 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, we will continue to air first and third Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you want to uh, tune in, obviously, if you're in the Atlanta metropolitan area, uh, tune in from your car. You uh, certainly can turn your uh, dial to 8.60 a.m. Or if you're in the Atlanta area or if you are in San Diego, California, or Orangeburg, South Carolina, or Syracuse, New York, tune in online. Obviously, that is an option. And we'd be honored to have you on. Okay, so tune in to us this Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can simply visit the website for the radio station, which is www.love860.com, okay? And also, speaking of websites, check out Let's Talk America's official website at www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Again, that's Let's Talk America with Thornton.com. All right, we are continuing to offer you the news that matters, talk that's always relevant, and hot and uh, dynamic music, okay? So uh, remember, we continue to broadcast uh, here through Blog Talk Radio every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So please don't forget that. Uh, We will continue to be on with you Tuesday nights live. All right. Well, you know, our featured lineup tonight is one that's very amazing. It's very informative also. Okay, we kick off this lineup with an exclusive interview with acclaimed author and advocate of autism awareness, Jeannie Bearda. She shares her firsthand experience with raising a child with autism 
Feminism. Her journey will inspire everyone you want to tune in for this very exclusive and special interview, again, with this advocate, leading advocate and spokesperson. We also will discuss emergency preparedness with an expert from FEMA. You want to hear this one, okay, as we uh, continue to see storms across the U.S. Um, You want to know what to do. It's not always obvious. We have an expert on that's going to break it all down. A very brief interview, but one that is right on point. We also talk cybersecurity with an expert, okay? He's going to reveal the latest scams on the Internet. That's right. It's some pretty scary stuff going on out there where they are holding your files and your photos hostage. You have to hear what um, he has to say. It's it's right um, on time, I will tell you that, as we continue to see increasingly um, disturbing stories of uh, Internet malware and just scams out there. And lastly, we'll, we'll discuss the latest in recycling with a popular television star, okay? We will um, talk to him one-on-one about what do you do with all of those plastic bottles or uh, those coffee cups that you have. We're going to talk about that one-on-one, all right? Well, we will also highlight the top trending news of the week with our signature segment in the news. And you know we love great talk, but we also adore wonderful and inspiring music and tunes of vocal Christina Leary out of Texas will air tonight. All right, you've got to hear this track. It's pretty neat. Well, everyone, we're about to kick off the show officially and bring in our exclusive guest. But first, I would like to encourage and ask you to please hashtag LTA Radio right now. LTA Radio. Let others know that you are tuned in. Okay, if you're on Twitter, tweet LTA Radio. All caps or lower caps, it doesn't matter. If you're on Instagram looking at some photos or uh, videos, hey, turn the camera around on yourself. Take a selfie and hashtag LTA Radio again. Let others know that you are tuned in to your family radio talk show that aims to inform. All right, we're set to kick it off. Thanks for tuning in and stay with us. The show isn't very long, but it's one that's always on time. Remember, Let's Talk America Radio offers news talk for every single member in your household. Hey, right now, message family, friends, colleagues, and neighbors and let them know that you are tuned in. LTA Radio is in your ear. We're set. Need to see a doctor today and can't wait two weeks for an appointment? Are you tired of waiting for hours on end in the emergency room? Well, good news. Get Well Urgent Care is open seven days a week from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Dr. Baruti and his well-trained staff specialize in minor surgical procedures like keloid removal, IV therapy, telemedicine, and a six-month physician-supervised weight loss program. Get Well Urgent Care is located in Douglasville, Georgia, Interstate 20, Exit 37. Call 404-937-3508 or go to www.getwellga.org. Hi, this is Leslie. I'm really enjoying the show. Let's Talk America keeps you in the know. Hi, my name is Tina Harrell, and I just love listening to Shana Thornton on Let's Talk America. It's wonderful. Please keep it going, Shana. Hi, I'm Yolanda, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Let's keep it going. 
Welcome back, everyone. I want to always acknowledge our uh, national sponsors and partners for their continued support of this weekly News Talk program. Thank you so much. Uh, you have made all of the difference keeping us on the air, okay? Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, of course, I would be remiss if I did not thank those weekly dedicated loyal listeners. Thank you for sticking with us and tuning in. If you can't listen to us live on Tuesday nights, I'm right here on Blog Talk Radio. You have gone back to listen to the replay podcast at the various sites that you can. I know iTunes is a very popular uh, site for you all to listen to uh, the replay podcast. And many of you, of course, have gone straight to the website at Let's Talk America with ShanaThornton.com. Thank you so much. Countless thanks for all of your support. Um, I'm so grateful for that. Uh, You have continued to tell family, friends, colleagues, and neighbors, everyone you know about the show. We have received the feedback and the messages from those you have told. Thank you. Please keep it going. Uh, We uh, need your support, and we are very, very thankful for all that you have done for this show. Well, everyone, if you've listened to this show before or if it's your very first time, you should know that it's time for our signature in the news, where we highlight the top national and global news that matters. Uh, Friendly reminder, uh, in the news, our televised version uh, is available. You can find us on television. We have partnered with the one and only, the acclaimed SCB Television out of uh, Georgia. If you're ever in the Atlanta metropolitan area, turn to uh, the television station there, Channel 182 on the Charter Cable Network. Or you can always visit us online and look at that televised footage. It's pretty neat. You should check it out. Um, Of course, you can get to that footage by visiting uh, com. Uh, there you will find um, a lead to the Vimeo link, and you can see all of the In the News broadcasts that we have on television. Well, we are set to kick off the radio version of In the News now, In the News for May 17, 2016. Deadly bus crash. Eight people were killed and 44 others injured this past weekend when a charter bus crashed on a highway in South Texas near the Mexico border. Now, the accident occurred on Highway 83 in Webb County on Saturday around 1 p.m. Seven people died at the scene of the tragic accident, while one was pronounced dead at a local hospital. The driver of the bus lost control, and the bus ultimately rolled over. It was raining at the time of the crash. Now, the cause of the crash is still under investigation. Now, the driver was among those injured. In the news, continued attacks in Iraq. The Islamic terrorist group ISIS has claimed yet another deadly attack in Iraq over the weekend. An attack at a natural gas plant near Baghdad left at least 14 people dead. Three car bombs exploded outside the entry gate of the facility. Suicide bombers and other militants entered the grounds with explosives. This assault is just the latest in a series of brutal attacks in Iraq. Now, several other separate bomb attacks in and around the capital of Iraq over the weekend claimed the lives of at least 15 people. And finally, in the news tonight, a new change for college plans. Now, popular 529 college plans are tax-advantaged saving plans designed to encourage saving for future college costs. Parents or others contribute to the funds to pay up pay for college. Now, some new legislation passed recently have some smelling. Computers and related equipment are now considered as qualified expenses, which means there will be no penalty for withdrawals to purchase the items. Now, of course, as always, do check with your advisor for specifics. Well, everyone, that's our official wrap for In the News for this week. Stay with Let's Talk America Radio as we continue to keep you informed, okay? Um, connect with us on Twitter 
uh, we continue to share um, timely news stories 24-7. The handle there on Twitter for the show is S. S. Thornton. That's S. S. Thornton. S. S. T. H. O. R. N. T. O. N. Join us there on Twitter, okay? We do follow back. Well, everyone, we will be back on in seconds, and I'm so excited to feature an amazing and inspiring exclusive interview with an autism awareness advocate. She's a mom. She knows firsthand. She's an acclaimed author. She's wrote about uh, this topic several times. You want to hear what Jeannie Beard has to say. We have um, other amazing features. Yes, tonight, okay? It's not a very long show, but it's the one that's right on time. Stay with us. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. Are you looking for a company to install a security system in your home or business? Are you currently paying someone too much to monitor your existing security system? Look no further. Just call Alarm Monitoring Service of Atlanta toll-free at 844-GET-AMSA. For as low as $18.95 a month, AMSA security is fast, reliable, and rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau every year. That's toll-free, 844-GET-AMSA. Or go to amsasecurity.com and get your first three months free along with a free home consultation. Use promo code MARCO or call Marco Robinson directly at 678-979-6744 to schedule a site visit absolutely free. Hi, my name is Kezia Alford. For more information on my music, please go to keziaalford.com. That's K-E-Z-I-A-A-L-S-O-R-D.com. Or find it online at any digital outlet. I pray that my music blesses your soul. And you are currently listening to Let's Talk America with Jane Thornton. Welcome back, everyone. Well, we have one exciting show lined up for you tonight. But before we kick it off with our first exclusive interview, I would like to share an inspirational quote for the show. And this is where I highlight or feature uh, pretty powerful motivational quotes, okay? Tonight's quote says, you can't let other people tell you who you are. You have to decide that for yourself. Again, tonight's quote is you can't let other people tell you who you are. You have to decide that for yourself. Wow, you know what? What a powerful and very self-explanatory statement. Not much to say there, but I would just gently remind each of you to be you, okay? Define who you're going to be yourself. Set your own path, okay? Don't let others uh, convince you of what they think you should be or who you should be or what you should pursue in life, okay? You have one life. Let it be one fantastic, amazing one with the decisions you want. And, of course, may those be uh, great decisions that lead you into a path of productivity and success. Well, everyone, our show uh, has already kicked off, but I'm excited to bring in our first guest in seconds, okay? She's going to talk about autism firsthand experience, okay? She's going to tell you what it's like to raise a child herself. Uh, She has an amazing testimony, uh, one powerful journey. Please message all of your family, friends, colleagues, neighbors, let them know uh, that our first featured guest will be on in seconds, okay? Stay with us. You're listening to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. 
Listeners of your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, it is Tuesday night, and you know here we offer news talk for everyone in your household, and we talk about the topics, the issues, the news stories of the hour that matter to you. And tonight we are talking about autism. You know, in previous uh, years we've had uh, those physicians come on uh, from a neurologist and other physicians coming to talk about the topic. Tonight I am honored to have someone who is in the trenches firsthand. She's a mom um, of a child living with autism. I'm talking about um, acclaimed Arthur, uh, community leader. I'm talking about Jeannie Beard. Welcome to Let's Talk America Radio, Jeannie. Thank you. Thank you, Mary Michelle. Thank you uh, for being with us. I do want to let others know that, of course, um, you were very instrumental um, in the very popular book titled Finding the Gray, Understanding and Thriving in the Black and White World of Autism and Asperger's. Um, you helped write that book. You were very critical in that. And I also know your latest book, which we're going to horn in on, is titled With Autism and the Rest of Us. And, and what an interesting title. First, I want to talk about your personal experience as a mom, a guardian, um, a caretaker. Uh, what has your experience been right, like, Jeannie? Um, you know, I have a 19-year-old son who was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome in uh, 2006. So um, for the last 10 years, uh, you know, my challenge has been to understand autism, to understand what's going on with him, and to create an environment that's the most fertile ground possible for him to grow into the person that he's capable of being. Wow. Yeah, how old was your son when uh, the diagnosis came about? Um, he was just, he just turned 10. 10. You know, tell me this. You know there are parents listening right now. Um, some are sitting in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Some are sitting um, in Jacksonville, Florida, and they're saying, um, Jenny, help me. I'm a parent. I, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I know you're not a doctor either, um, although you've written some very acclaimed books. They're saying, I, I, are there signs? I mean, in other words, were you given signs before the diagnosis? Um, absolutely. I think that what I have learned in, in working with Dr. Wahlberg and other therapists is that most often the kids um, that are ultimately diagnosed on the autism spectrum have had difficulties of some form or another, and those difficulties can vary. Sometimes they're, um, you know, anxiety-related. They look okay. like anxiety. Okay. Sometimes they look like learning disabilities. Okay. Sometimes they're just food issues or hypersensitivity issues or yes. it may look like allergy issues. So um, what the explanation I've had from experts is that very often, you know, autism, at least at this stage in, in the world's understanding, in the medical professional's understanding, is it, it becomes a diagnosis that they don't turn to until they've been through a number of other diagnoses okay. that didn't fit the bill. I see. And for your personal journey with your son, I guess there were other things or moments or experiences that led up to it that I'm sure encourage you to see a professional opposition to help come to that conclusion? Yeah, we did quite a bit of therapy, but my son would come home from school. Um, I'd send him to school in a nice, clean T-shirt, and he'd come home and it'd be full of, he'd have chewed it full of holes. Okay. So his anxiety level, as he got into first grade, second grade, third grade, his anxiety level really 
um, got off, you know, went off the charts. And so at first we thought he was just having an anxiety okay. issue, and then he was diagnosed with ADHD, and then, you know, and then as we got into junior high school, um, you know, into sixth grade, yes. that's when things, when the wheels really came off the bus, so to speak, because all of a sudden the relationships, and this is the way psychiatrists have explained it to me, at that point the relationships become more complicated, they're not as straightforward, and the child with autism spectrum disorder, which is primarily a social disability, that's when you can really see that they're not able to function effectively in social situations. And, and by social situations, I don't necessarily mean at parties. I mean anything that has contact with other people, like in the I classroom see. or on the school bus or in the gym or or at a birthday party or some other social event. You know, Jenny, I know uh, your mom, obviously, also you have uh, helped write a book, and you studied under the uh, very acclaimed uh, clinician, um, Dr. Timothy Wahlberg, on it, of talking about autism and the spectrum. For those that may not be familiar, maybe there's a grandparent that's a baby boomer uh, generation where autism really wasn't talked about a lot, and you know that. In recent times in modern world, we've become more familiar with what it means. There's a broad spectrum, right, Jeannie? And it can vary. So when people speak of the word um, autism, that can vary for how someone functions. You have very high-level functioning individuals with autism, and then you have some, if you will, with low-level functioning, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it can be associated with intellectual disability. Okay. It has to be. My son has a very, very high IQ, and he's quite bright. Okay. He even very often appears to be uh, very neurotypical, which is normal, yes. <laughs> quote-unquote normal. I mean, he, he very often appears to be that way, but when he tries to execute certain functions, just, he just can't manage it as, because of his autism. And um, so absolutely, there's a there's huge range, and it, it's so broad, they had to call it a spectrum. They couldn't pin it down. But um, I think the, the primary difficulty is um, with, you know, it's a complex disorder, but the primary difficulty is social interaction, verbal and nonverbal communication, okay. competitive behaviors. That's, the, that's what they, the, the core of what they diagnose when they diagnose autism. It is Tuesday night, and you are tuned in to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America. We have with us on the line Jeannie Beard. She uh, is an acclaimed author of um, two books, one exclusively hers, titled again with autism, and the rest of us. She's a mother, a guardian, a caretaker of uh, two dynamic kids, and one happens to be on the spectrum of autism. I want to talk about now um, functioning some. You know, how can a parent or guardian, because you know, it, be it whatever sort of concern, uh, be it physical health, be it emotional health, um, even if we're talking academic or intellectual, you can see the clinicians, you can see the doctors, you can see everyone, but at the end of the day, that mom, dad, or grandmother, who's ever the guardian, is the one that deals with it. And uh, there have been uh, guardians um, who have shared with us here on the show um, that there's been some frustration, some confusion sometimes when dealing with children. Um, of any type, um, but sometimes those who can be on the spectrum of autism. From your perspective, how can a parent, a guardian, help um, a child um, or young adult adjust to social uh, environments, if there's a such thing to help allow that transition to be? Sure. Um, 
pressure. That you know that is one of the biggest challenges. And as parents and grandparents, or as teachers, we want the children that we're working with to be successful and to be happy yes. and to be comfortable in their own skin. And that can be a huge challenge for someone with autism. So you know my. Best advice is that if you're if you think that your child is on the spectrum or if your child's been diagnosed, yes. uh, to to do your best to understand first understand how someone with autism thinks, what kind of things, uh, the specific types of things that they that they may be experiencing. Because people with autism tend to be very black and white, okay, all or not at all. But that type of thing, and when you understand more of their thinking and the way their thinking works, you're better able to nurture them and to provide support and to understand where they're coming from, and that just automatically creates a healthier environment for them, in my opinion. Okay, wow, and sounds like some good advice. Again, you are listening to Jenny Beard. She is talking about autism. She knows firsthand, okay? Uh, she's written a book, but sometimes we look at different news media outlets and they have people talking about something in theory, um, but when you say, well, do you have a kid um, that lives with that condition? They say no, but I said it in clinical setting. And guess what? Uh, Jenny Beard is with us. She has worked with clinicians in the past, but she has a son herself, firsthand experience. She is in the trenches, if you will. Um, I want to talk about the white elephant in the room that a lot of times people don't bring up for other reasons. Maybe it's of embarrassment. Maybe they're saying, well, I don't want to seem awkward. Let's talk about the emotional impact of autism on others. Okay, it's something a lot of people won't go to. They won't talk about, Jenny. What can that be like, and how can others, um, if you will, function or react? Because I think you have some people, and they don't mean any harm. I think some of them, they're not very familiar with the situation. They'll say, well, if someone says, well, you know, my daughter or my son has autism or has aut they're autistic, they don't know what that means. And they're thinking, well, should I act different? Should I be different? Explain as a guardian, as a mom, as a caretaker, uh, what would be the most helpful reaction for others. Well, I'm so glad you brought that up because that really is why I wrote my book. Yeah. My book is really all about the experience of the rest of us. Okay. What, how do the rest of us react to this new reality of living with people with autism? People, you know, with the numbers being, you know, CDC says one in 68, these aren't just a few random children. This is a new minority. Yeah. That's more more people affected in the United States than people in wheelchairs. Wow. So this is something that's going to need to be understood. Way more people, by the way, like five times more. So this is something that's going to need to be understood. And I think as a parent, if I say to someone, um, you know, my son has autism, the most, the most uh, appreciated response is, oh, really? I know that's a big challenge. Okay. You know how severely, how severe is the problem in your household? Okay. But there is such a huge range. Yes. And so, just I, in the in the introduction to my book, I said a lot of people when I say my child has autism, they they look at me and I know that in their minds they're thinking that there's a drooling child sitting in the corner watching. Okay. And that's not that's not what I'm living with. Some wow. people are living with that, but that's not what I'm living with. Yes. And so. They don't. Most times, you're right. They don't. People don't dare ask. But if yeah. we do ask, if they're if they're able to to realize that it's a, a broad range and to actually ask me what 
uh, my challenges are, what my son's challenges are, then, then we can actually have a real conversation and they can get real information about the kinds of experiences I'm having. Wow. And so, and you're saying in so many words, um, there, and, and, and some of this is a natural reaction, I'm sure, or it may be one they're not even conscious of, but there's no need to, if you will, be apologetic that I have seen some people do to others. They're saying, well, I'm sorry for that. You're saying that's not necessary. You don't need a whole explanation about how they feel about it. You're saying really just, in so many ways, be a listening ear? Yeah, I think that's that's really, you know, those of us that are living with someone with autism, hopefully we've gotten through our feeling sad and feeling sorry for ourselves and we're picking ourselves back up and moving forward. And and so if, you know, to, to, to have someone say, oh, I'm sorry, it is, it's nice to have the understanding that, you know, that this is an additional challenge, that life is hard, but this is even harder. Yes. That's, it's nice to, to be recognized for that challenge, but we don't want to dwell on that because Correct. we have to live, we have to play the cards we're dealt. We yes. have to deal with what we have and make our life and the life of our child help them make a life that's functional and effective and happy and healthy and, and, and move forward. You know, you did speak of a few seconds ago, Jeannie, about um, how high in population um, children are being diagnosed now with autism. You know, I know you're not a physician. I know you're not a research scientist. You're a mom. You're a guardian. Um, you're the most important, um, if you will, resource in the lives of your children, being a parent and guardian and caretaker. Do you have any theory, perhaps, on why we're seeing an increase in numbers? Um, you know, Based on the, I do, I have a couple of theories, okay. and um, I think that there's, it's sort of a multi-pronged uh, answer. Number one, we're able to recognize autism as something specific. Before, okay. in the past, prior to, say, even 1993, when the diagnosis of Asperger's was first created, prior to that, these kids were considered bullies, they were considered learning disabled, they were considered, okay. you know, they, they just fell into some other category. Yeah. At some point, the, uh, the idea of autism and what it is became uh, understandable as a, as a clinical diagnosis. And okay. I think, I mean, obviously that's one reason why there's a lot more diagnosis today than there used to be. There simply wasn't anything to call it before. And it didn't come together as a subset of, of, of behaviors and, and issues. So I think that's one piece. Diagnosticians now are becoming more and more um, able to diagnose. Although I do, if you're a parent and you're struggling and you're not sure, find someone who specializes with, in, in ASD, okay. in diagnosing ASD, because many, many other therapists and psychiatrists and psychologists, as good as they may be, especially if they're, you know, if they've been out of school more than 10 or 15 years, probably don't have any experience or may not have much experience. And that means that they are less uh, able to confident, confidently diagnose autism. So find someone who specializes in autism, and that will help you uh, get through the process 
a little more efficiently and effectively. Wow, and I would imagine, too, find out as much information as possible. Um, and like any child, be it a child on the spectrum of autism, um, a child um, either way, whoever the child is, every child's not alike. Right, Jeannie? How important is that? Because, you know, people will say, well, yeah, my kid does that, too. Um, how important is it for a parent, a guardian, a grandparent listening in right now to understand that children do progress um, at different speeds, at different rates, and even um, if there's a diagnosis or not, doesn't necessarily mean they're just like the kid down the street with autism. Absolutely. You're absolutely right on the money. You know, Dr. Robert always says personality first, diagnosis second. I see. Because there are people with autism that are very, um, that are very outgoing, yes. very social and friendly and want to be with people. They may not have the functional, the, the ability to do it very functionally. Okay. Doesn't mean they don't have a great desire. Yes. The, the thing about individuals with autism is underneath the autism, they're the same as everyone else. They okay. have the same desires. Beautiful. The same needs, the same need for love, the same um, abilities, the same, they're, they're the same as everyone else. They have this one function in their brain or this this one aspect of their brain functioning that's different, and that has a has a cascade of effects on their ability to function in the world. Yes. I really, that's why I helped Dr. Wahlberg write his book, because when you understand that, you, re, you, you can talk to someone, sort of talk, talk to someone on the spectrum, sort of talk through the autism, and, and get to the person and talk to the person underneath. And of course, as parents and, and caregivers, that's what we want to nurture is that person underneath. So we want to be in the autism with them rather than have that autism be a barrier to our ability to communicate, to understand, to support and nurture them. She's a mom, uh, she's an acclaimed author, and she is on Let's Talk America Radio this Tuesday night talking about autism from the perspective of a parent. We wanted to bring this quality news talk topic to you because, of course, in the past we've had physicians talk about it, but we wanted a mom, a caretaker herself, in and talking about um, some truths, some myths, um, and some other components to it. Before you leave us, we've talked about the child um, who um, can be diagnosed um, as early as a toddler. Um, I know diagnoses are, are getting obviously better now, Genia, where kids are being identified early on, which um, from what we've had a neurologist come on, which means more opportunity for hope and, and progress, the earlier things are detected. Um, but let's talk about the caretaker uh, on our ending note. Um, it can be challenging, like any parent journey can be, regardless of who your child is or what they're diagnosed with. You know, how important is it for a mom or dad, and, and I want you to talk about this in general terms, um, along with being a mom of a, a son on the spectrum of autism, how important is it to take care of yourself and have a moment uh, for yourself or to breathe? Because everything I've ever read, every expert that's ever come on this show says you've got to be able to find find some time and relaxation and peace to be the best you can be. Absolutely. And and that's such a wonderful way to end. My this is the reason I wrote my book was to talk about the experience of the rest of us. Because the rest of us are part of the equation. Yes. As parents, we need to be strong and healthy and at our best in order to provide the the very special fertile ground that our children need to thrive. And and if it's hard to do that as a parent, it's ten times harder to do it as a parent of a child with autism. Okay. And so we need to have 
self-care strategies. We need to under, understanding the autism is the first step, understanding what's going on in their mind so that you don't take things personally so that you can help uh, work through the issues. That's the first aspect. Then, then healthy self-care, being able to take care of yourself, and then finding a support network that can help you because talking to, you know, your friend is nice, but talking to another parent Powerful. And child on the spectrum is magical. Powerful. So you've got to get with the people that can truly understand from an ex- experiential level, truly understand what you're going through. Wow. And even though no kids are like, right, um, Jenny, they, maybe there can be ideas or different approaches that can, you know, gain from talking to others who children um, have maybe perhaps had that experience. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Thank you for... The all chapter my book, chapter 11, is filled with strategies and tips um, on how to survive as a parent. Wow, and, and that's powerful because we've got to be our best as guardians and parents of any child to allow our children to reach their full potential or productivity, whatever that may be. Only the future knows that for sure. Jenny Beard, you have been an absolute pleasure to have on this show. Speaking again from your perspective, uh, living with uh, children, one of them happens to be on the autism spectrum. Before you leave us, where can our national and international listeners, I'm sure they're very intrigued by all of your information, you know, is there a website out there? Are you on social media so they can probably connect with you, bounce questions off your head, or get in uh, perhaps a, a group that maybe you started online? Uh, the, the best thing that you can do is either uh, check out the website, autismandtherestofus.com, um, or you can buy my book um, on Amazon, or it's also available electronically through um, um, Kindle and, you know, through all the other book outlets. So, and in, actually in my book, at the back of my book, my email address is in there. Please email me. I'm happy to get emails and to respond and to start a conversation with anybody who's interested in, in talking about the topic. Wow, I love it. Thank you. You're a friend here of Let's Talk America Radio. We're going to have to have you back on. Again, acclaimed author, Jeannie Beard. Thank you. Welcome back, listeners of your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Now, despite recent severe weather and storms, and we know all about that with the Midwest suffering through some tornado threats right now, less than half of Americans have developed and actually discussed an emergency plan. Wow, that's hard-hitting. Well, I'm no expert, but right now I have the honor of speaking with FEMA, Director of Individual and Community uh, Preparedness Division. I'm talking about the one and only Helen Lohman. Welcome to Let's Talk America Radio, Helen. Thank you. I'm so glad to be talking to you today, Shana. Oh, we are too because, hey, this is something that literally affects all of us. Now, I know April the 30th, uh, 2016, has officially been set aside for America's Preparathon Day. Now, tell us all of us and why did you find it necessary to spotlight? Yeah, so America's Preparathon is it's a grassroots community-based campaign. And it's really to get people to take action to better prepare for emergencies. And there's so many easy-to-use tools for families and organizations and communities that they can utilize to prepare for disasters such as floods, tornadoes, hurricanes, and wildfires. Um, You know, the recent flooding in Houston really reminds us 
of the destructive power of Mother Nature. Yeah. And, yeah, and in 2015 alone, natural disasters caused approximately $4.8 billion in damage in the United States. Wow. But if folks just take a minute to prepare in so many ways, then it can really reduce the impact of those Wow. Helen, you mentioned Houston, uh, which was hard-hitting. It was fatalities, of course, which is devastating for all involved. So many people look, though, at different cities, at different areas, and say, oh, that's that's horrible. But yet, I don't think a lot of us take it serious that that could even happen to us. Let's break down what are some actions that we all need to do to be as prepared as possible. We know nothing is 100% foundproof, but at least having a plan in place that you so eloquently said could probably help? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the one thing we recommend most highly is that every family have an emergency communication plan. This is really critical, making sure that the entire household knows who to contact, how to reach each other, and where to meet up in case of an emergency. Some other things that uh, folks can do that we recommend is to get download on their smartphone a weather app that will give notifications of what's going on. You know, FEMA has an app, and we recommend downloading that. Okay. You can, um, you know, get notifications of weather all over the country with these apps. Wow. They're free, you know. They're they're absolutely free. They don't cost a thing. Wow, you're right. If we're playing games on our smartphone devices, let's put some great information that can help save our life. Um, you said something that I think a lot of people don't think of, that even with kids. You said have a communication process in place, meaning I guess you're saying, just to make it clear for everybody listening to us out there in America, you're saying have a phone number that everybody can call, be it dad or mom or aunt or whoever. Just have a plan. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, just have a plan where, um, you know, everybody will meet. Um, You know, it's possible that phones won't be working. Yes. And so we want to make sure that everybody knows where to go to meet in case of an emergency. I don't want to ask the obvious. You're an expert. I am not. I know someone's probably having my same question in my head, Helen. You know, you said have a place to meet. I'm assuming it wouldn't probably be the house. I mean, is that is that a good idea or no? You're saying you probably want it away from the house if a disaster has hit? It absolutely depends on what kind of disaster is hitting. Okay. If in some cases, uh, the experts will say to stay home, to shelter in place. Yeah. In other cases, uh, evacuation will be necessary. Okay. So it absolutely is of utmost importance that everyone listen to the experts and that they do what they're asked to do. Wow, so, so powerful. Um, what can we do if someone's sitting in Houston right now after the devastating floods, the Midwest being threatened with tornadoes right now as you and I speak, or if they're in Manhattan, or if they're in Atlanta, Georgia, where Let's Talk America is out of? I mean, is there anything they can do to participate or go to some sort of session to find out more? There are events happening all over the United States to recognize the National Preparedness Day. Okay. And we really encourage people to go to the website, ready.gov, backslash, prepare, and take a look, participate in events, sit down at dinner with your family, discuss a a plan of action, and figure out what you would do in case of a disaster. 
Wow. You know, this may be a simple process, but so many listeners of this show have small children, be it grandparents that are keeping them, parents themselves, or guardians. And I, I know we, we see the great stories in the paper or, or on the news where the kid is called 911, but I know, Helen, you would emphasize to all of our national listeners to teach the small ones the emergency number, right, if anything, God forbid, happens in the household. Absolutely. Children wow. are really, really actually impacted more highly by disasters. And so it's important that they're a part of this discussion and that they know what to do. Okay, very good. Uh, where can we go for more information, Helen, to help everyone get prepared and stay prepared so hopefully we can be equipped to uh, stay safe during Mother's Nature's uh, fierce, fierce, uh, sometimes attitude on all of us? Everybody needs to go to ready.gov backslash prepare and take a look at the materials there and read about what they need to do. Wow, and you said, of course, there are free apps out there, but FEMA offers an app also where I guess the individual would be alerted from the phone if there's any uh, danger coming. Yep, absolutely. I love it. That app is easily available and it's free. And we encourage everyone to download it. She's the FEMA Director of Individual and Community Preparedness Division. Helen Lohman, thank you for joining us on Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you. I really appreciate your time. Are you looking for a family-based radio talk show that addresses the relevant issues and concerns of today? You have found the right option. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is your award-winning radio talk show that's for every member of the family. We feature meaningful conversations each and every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out our brand-new website by visiting www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is Talk radio with substance. Tune in. It was Out of Love, a true love story of deception, grace, and forgiveness by sensational author James Marr. It's a powerful book that will truly inspire you. In this bizarre but true love story, a husband unravels the mystery surrounding his wife's 30-year deception and discovers the true meaning of God's grace and forgiveness. All readers will gain from this phenomenal life story. Get a copy of the book for yourself or for a loved one. Download the free ebook at www.itwasoutoflove.com. Again, get your free ebook version of this phenomenal book by visiting www.itwasoutoflove.com. It was out of love. A True Love Story of Deception, Grace, and Forgiveness by Arthur James Marr. This is award-winning medical correspondent Dr. Bob Ardott, and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. Welcome back, listeners of your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. You know, cybercrime has become a part of our daily lives, unfortunately. In 2015, we saw a record-setting total of nine record-setting, excuse me, reported mega breaches and ransomware holding businesses and devices hostage. That's right, from the hospitals and our communities and databases to baby monitors, yikes, and watches. Now, more than ever before, consumers need to be prepared. Now, Kevin Haley is a cybersecurity expert and director of security response at Norton by uh, Sematic. He joins us right now from Los Angeles. Welcome to Let's Talk America Radio, Kevin. Thanks for having me. 
thank you now. Yikes, we've all heard the term, and we hate it, we hate it, we hate it. Um, Cybercrime is so serious. Uh, Why are we here right now in 2016? Well, you know, because our lives are so intertwined with the Internet, there's really a little difference between the real world and the virtual world, especially when it comes to crime. In fact, many of the criminals have moved to uh, online and the Internet because uh, you can make just as much money and it's a lot harder to get caught. Yikes, 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 yikes. Now, from uh, the report, I know there were some things that really uh, stood out that were very disturbing. You know, we're no expert like you, Kevin. You know that. But all of us, nearly everyone, is on the Internet. If we're not on uh, popular social media sites, we're paying bills, we're checking out the daily news. You know, uh, why should the typical Internet user be concerned about this issue? Well, you really don't want to fall prey to one of these criminals, and they're going after you with malware. One of the really alarming trends we saw in the report was a 35% increase in something called ransomware, where your files are encrypted, and you have to pay a ransom to get them back. So your photos, your Word documents, even your tax returns, the bad guys will encrypt them so you can't read them, and the only way you can is you pay them $500 to unencrypt. Wow, and and I'm just assuming, obviously this is a scam, but I would guess, though, Kevin, just because you're sending the money doesn't always mean you're necessarily going to get your files back, right? It's not guaranteed. They really have you over a barrel. You know, I I know you're not in law enforcement, but there's got to be a crime to all of this, but how serious are the police taking this? I know they're bombarded with other issues, though, too. Well, I think they're taking this very seriously, uh, especially since we've seen businesses getting hit like hospitals which uh, and some hospitals have had to shut down their computers because of this threat so this becomes a really serious issue so law enforcement is taking it seriously but you know it's hard to catch these people uh, often they're in one country uh, uh, doing a crime in another country and they may be using computers in a third country wow are there any telltale signs we have individuals from that every generation listening into you right now. We have millenniums, we have the baby boomers, we have those generation Xers in between. A lot of our older listeners may not be aware of uh, some of the telltale signs. Help us out. How do we know uh, we probably shouldn't click on that or something just doesn't sound right? Well, the favorite thing that the bad guys use is to send you an email and they'll have an attachment and that attachment will say that it's an invoice, a bill you haven't paid, or it'll say there was a package that couldn't be delivered. If there's something that you weren't expecting, even if it's from somebody that you kind of know, they may be fooling you that way. And if there's an attachment, if you look at it, and the whole purpose is to get you to click that attachment, open up that file, they're probably trying to trick you. Just delete the file. You don't need it, and that will go a long way towards protecting yourself. Smart, very smart. You're saying, hey, if you're not expecting anything, if you probably don't know that email address, it's best to play it safe. You're listening to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. We're on right now with cybersecurity expert Kevin Haley. He is educating us all on cybercrime. I know you may not like it, but it is here, unfortunately, maybe here to stay. Now, Kevin, you did an eloquent and awesome job of describing the issue, what's going on. But tell me this, how can us, all of us as consumers, how can we truly protect ourselves from this crime? Well, there's a couple simple things you can do that'll make a big difference. Uh, You know, number one, be smart about what you click on. Think before you click. Of course, use good security software. You need some help. 
And if the computer is asking you to update your operating system or update this particular piece of software, go ahead and do it. The bad guys take advantage of old software where there's vulnerabilities, ways to break in. If you always have the latest software running, you're closing that door and they have a lot harder time getting at you. You know, Kevin, there's someone right now listening to us from Norfolk, Virginia, saying, yeah, yeah, my laptop always says, hey, do you want to update now? But I don't have an hour for it to shut down and wait on it. I'm doing some work. I mean, I guess you're saying you've got to just do what you've got to do to keep your computer safe. Yeah, sometimes it's important to take that time, even when it seems like you don't have it. Wow, or pay the price. Or pay the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, what should someone do if they've known or they have a feeling they've already been hacked or some information's been stolen? You know, maybe there's some telltale signs already, uh, the computer's shutting down or doing something really odd. I mean, what can they do? Yeah, well, the first thing you want to do is get that malware off your computer. So take it to somebody that can, uh, that can help you out and get it off. You could go up to our website. We have some tools there at Norton.com or take it to a professional that you trust. Um, also, if you think your credit card's been stolen, call your credit yeah. card company. Let them know. They'll take care of it from there. Yeah, Kevin Haley is with us. Uh, you're a cybersecurity expert, of course, um, out of L.A. right now this Tuesday night on Let's Talk America Radio. Uh, but, Kevin, before you leave us, there are those who adore the Internet and a lot of younger individuals, and there are some uh, in every generation that says, here's another reason yet to stay away from technology. <laughs> you're an expert, uh, obviously. What do you have uh, worth of wisdom for these individuals that are saying, I'm just going to avoid it all? But we know that's probably not too realistic, but what are your words? Yeah, it's just not. Well, everything has an element of danger to it. Um, we just can't close ourselves off, and there's so many advantages and benefits from the Internet. We just need to use common sense and be careful, just like we would in the real world. Yes, awesome. And and also, I know you touched on this briefly before, but certain websites, I guess when people say, hey, I'm going to click here and go get this music free, I, you know, I'm not downing any particular website, but maybe that's one of the things we need to be careful of going to certain sites? Yeah, you really have to be suspicious about anything that's offered for free. There's always a price behind it. Wow. Oh, I hate it to hear that. But cybercrime is real. Hey, Kevin, I know you said it before, but where can our uh, viewers and listeners go for more information? You know, our website has a lot of great information on it. It has information on the report, tips and tricks, etc. So check out Norton.com. Thank you so much, Kevin. My pleasure. Hi, this is Pop Culture Correspondent Diana Vega in Washington, D.C., and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio Show. Stay tuned. Welcome back, listeners of your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Hey, do you enjoy a good cup of coffee during your morning routine, perhaps? Uh, Did you know that nearly 10 billion plastic single-serving coffee cups are brewed every year? Have you ever wondered where those plastic cups end up? Mm, Now, that's a good question. Now, joining us this evening is Joe Lample. He's the host of the very popular PBS show, Growing a Greener World. He's going to tell us how we can have our coffee and help, of course, Mother Earth uh, to be a better place for all of us, especially the future, our youth. Uh, Good evening, Joe, and welcome to Let's Talk America Radio. Gina, thank you for having me. Uh, What a pleasure. Now, tell us this. What's the scoop um, with this issue with the plastic single-serve cup cup, coffee cups? Well, first of all, there are a lot of them, as, as you've already said. In 2014, 
got 9.8 billion of those single-serve plastic cups. Now, we love our coffee, but to put it into perspective, if you line those cups up end-to-end, they would circle the globe 11 times. Now, that obviously is a lot, but here's the bigger problem. Those plastic cups don't break down. They end up in the landfill, and they just sit there, and they actually contribute to the problem of creating this greenhouse gas called methane, which is 21 times more potent than the one we always talk about, which is carbon dioxide. Oh, wow. We need to reduce that waste stream going in. So how can we do it? I mean, what should we be doing? Because I think, in all fairness, I know we have a lot of listeners that love coffee. We just covered a news piece with Dr. Bob Barnett, how healthy coffee can be. But they're probably not thinking, well, I'm just tossing it in a trash can at my favorite coffee shop. Well, I mean, I love my coffee, too. I'm not about to give it up. I also love the convenience. But there's a cost to that convenience, or there has been up to now. But now we have a new product through Hills Brothers Coffee that they've introduced a 100% compostable coffee pod that will break down and uh, it will return back to the earth as soil. So it's fantastic. Oh, wow. So there's an option that is viable and it can help, uh, of course, Mother Earth, Mother Nature. Now, but tell me, tell me this, you know, I know you focus a lot on environmentally friendly products. Um, Most people may not be very familiar with them. What are the differences between recycling, biodegradable, and uh, compositing? Great question. Now, any of those would be helpful, but there's good, better, and best. So the best that we can do is compostable because you're taking a natural ingredient and you're breaking it back down into a natural ingredient, basically soil. So you're keeping it out of the waste stream, and that's the biggest difference, and you're returning it right back to the earth. Biodegradable is good, but there's a question as to how long it's going to take for that to break down, and a lot of times that ends up trying to do that in a landfill, which we've already talked about. And then recyclable is great, but you're just returning that back to some other source, and there's energy going into that, and then eventually that becomes waste at some point down the road. So we want to go, we want to strive for compostable. You are listening to your National Watering News Talk program, Let's Talk America. We're on with the one and only. He's the host of the PBS popular show, Growing a Greener World. I'm talking about Joe Lample. Uh, Joe, I think you just broke some listeners' hearts. They're saying, hey, I'm doing the right thing. I want to show my kids uh, how to, you know, be very kind to this earth that we're on here. Um, I'm recycling, but you just explained so eloquently and so well that recycling certain products is not always the best deal. Well, you know, as I say, we want to do something, and if it's recycling versus not recycling, certainly that's much, much better. But if we can strive to compost versus recycle, that's even better. So, again, it's good, better, and best. But any of that is better than not doing anything. I know you talked about uh, the product, the new product that's out. For those that aren't very familiar with compost, uh, I'm not an expert in it. I mean, is this something that it can be available in their communities? How does it work? Good, good question. Yes, it, it, you can do it at home, first of all, but, uh, and there's a lot of information that we can learn, and that's the key is you just need to start educating yourself, and a good place for that is coffeecomposting.com. Okay. But you can do it in your backyard, and some, some cities have facilities, commercial composting facilities, which is really where we want these, these compostable pods to end up because that's where it's certified as 100% compostable. But, uh, yes, educating ourselves first is the key, and coffeecomposting.com is a good place. Okay, and I'm sure there's more information on how consumers can advocate more for composting, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Now, uh, how will a consumer know if uh, they're doing the right thing? I mean, if they're dealing with these pods that, you know, work that way, how will they know? 
Yeah, well, that's a very big deal right now because up to this point, there really hasn't been a 100% compostable pod. And so if, if that's what you're getting, it's going to clearly state that on the package. And again, Hills Brothers is the first to introduce this starting in Chicago, and then they'll be spreading it out throughout various cities in the near future. But it will it'll state it loud and clear on the packaging, and that's really what you want to look for. And if you can't find it where you're at, you, you want to contact your legislators locally okay. or maybe start a petition through change.org. But be proactive about it and get it in your city as soon as possible. You know, you're an expert. You're an advocate for keeping uh, the place here where we are earth, um, as green as possible. Uh, those We have listeners right now uh, listening in um, from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, who uh, may say, you know, I, I'm trying to do the right thing. Uh, they Not to be funny or anything, but they say, well, I'm not littering. I'm not doing that. But they may not quite understand, Joe, the big deal, the how critical it is to really do the best we can with all of the gases or different products out there. Can you explain to us quickly before you leave out? It, you know, I, I call it simple, significant actions to protect and preserve the planet. So, you know, some of us will do a lot of things, and some of us may not do anything, but okay. if we just did something, and even a little thing, like changing the, the, the way that we source our single-serve cups in the morning in that coffee, okay. just those little things really do add up, and I just think that's what it is. I think the journey of a 1,000 miles begins with the first step, and if we just take that first step and go from there, we really can collectively make a huge difference. Wow, powerful, huge difference. That's the huge buzzword. Joe, thank you for joining us. And I did want to piggyback. I know you talked about this new product that's out, but even to keep it very simple, if someone's going into their favorite coffee shop, uh, maybe it could even help if they had their own cup that you know that they keep, right? Yes, so important. That's a great one. Yes, just reduce that waste stream. Bring your own reusable cup in, and don't don't opt for the cup that they hand you because that uh, more often than not ends up in a landfill too. Correct. Where can we go again for more information? Best place to go is coffeecomposting.com. Lots of great information there to start educating yourself, and you can learn much more right there. Thanks for informing us, Joe. We appreciate you here on Let's Talk America. Do you need to see a doctor today? and can't wait two weeks for an appointment? Are you tired of waiting for hours on end in the emergency room? Well, good news. Get Well Urgent Care is open seven days a week from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Dr. Baruti and his well-trained staff specialize in minor surgical procedures like keloid removal, IV therapy, telemedicine, and a six-month physician-supervised weight loss program. Get Well Urgent Care is located in Douglasville, Georgia, Interstate 20, Exit 37. Call 404-937-3508 or go to www.getwellga.org. Well, welcome back, everyone. That's our official show for this Tuesday, May 17, 2016. Thank you for tuning in with us. We certainly are grateful for all of your continued support. Hey, join us next Tuesday night, same time, same place, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember, you can listen to Let's Talk America Radio several ways, but no matter where you are in the world, okay, we certainly have listeners on right now from Africa and also from other parts of the world. You can listen to us by visiting www.letstalkamerica with shanathornton.com. Visit that website and it will lead you directly to any place where you can listen to us. You can also dial in if you're listening in live, if you've got unlimited minutes. Join us by dialing 914-803-4284, okay? Remember to join us on WAEC Love 860 AM News Talk out of Atlanta this 
Saturday night, May 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for sticking with Let's Talk America Radio. We are your, your very own homegrown national award-winning family news talk show, okay? We aim to offer conversation for every single member of the community, and of course, that includes your household, your family, your network, your village. All right, everyone. Hey, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up our artist of the night, our vocalist. She's Christina Leary. She is out of Texas, and the song is titled We're All Right. We're All Right by Christina Leary, all right? Check out the song if you like it. Put her name in your favorite search engine and do support, all right? We always enjoy supporting our independent artists and those on midsize and major labels. All right, Let's Talk America Radio will be back on soon. Stay tuned in. Stay informed. Keep the conversation going. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is an entity of Padgett and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2016. All featured guests express opinions of their own. Their statements do not reflect Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio. Yeah.